0: So, on an ordinary day, in an ordinary year, we got an ordinary people. Well, kind of. <laughs> the fact is, we're going to talk a little bit about the fact that we're not just to be ordinary when we're Christians. So, life goes on, but what do we do with this great gift of salvation? Well, welcome to another podcast here with Steve and Eddie, and guess who? We got a guest. Peter Bales. Hello. <laughs> it's nice to see you, Peter. Thanks for being here. Eddie, good to see you. As always. Well, we're glad to, to have your uh, likes the likes of you in, in the office here today, Peter. We're glad that you're here and uh, grateful that you could uh, join us here today. Um, it's, it's good to be in the house with um, like-minded people. But I will also say that when it comes to NFL teams, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to go there. We're we aren't going to go there very long because I'm a little sore. <laughs> I uh, told you, them
1: stinking. Cowboys should have saved him points. Uh, fifty some points they should have saved him.
0: Man, a yeah, hundred. What was a hundred? Well, almost. I don't know how many points, but anyway, oh, wow. yeah, we it, that was rough. That all I can say was that was. No, I'm going to use another R-word. Ridiculous. That was ridiculous. But um, Peter is a Tennessee Titans fan. He's got his Titans hat on today. Don't hate me. No, it's, it's all good. Colts fan lovers. <laughs> it's all good. You, you, you can, uh, can help Peter root his team on now uh, if you can. If you dare, I, I don't know. It's like that'd be as, asking like us Cubbies fans to root on the Cardinals fan, I suppose, to some extent. When well, I,
1: I, I've done that before, I've done yeah.
0: it. Well, I know you have. Of course, you live with the Cardinals fan, so yeah. <laughs> so it's you, you. You kind of think, well, do I want to sleep in the same room tonight with my Cardinal fan if I root for their, her team yeah, or not? Yeah. I mean, uh, but uh, Eddie's a Bears fan, and uh, we won't hold that against him. But uh, especially if you're a Packers fan, which we know that we do have some Packers fans that are listening here on uh, online. But uh, anyway, I digress a little bit with NFL talk. But uh, uh, if you happen to have a team that's still out there, like Peter's, uh, best of luck to you. Yeah. That's for sure. But um, it's good to be with you guys today. And um, uh, Got anything extra that you'd like to share today, Eddie? Anything that... Uh, so, well, not been just, on your mind not really okay not i appreciate peter it. you too actually okay. thanks peter got anything extra extra yeah <laughs> been been working on your house i hear you have been under the uh, i'm always yeah i always got basement. things to work on yeah. so yeah that's, that's good. good been doing yeah. uh doing some things that way and and of course then working around uh the town too we, peter yeah. does um Construction work, but mostly on bath uh, bathroom stuff, Bathrooms, tiling, tile work. Yeah. yeah, yeah, does that so keeps me busy. Yes, it does. And and those, uh, is it six children? Six children.
2: Six, six children. yes. <laughs> I know how many it is. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me all the birthdays, but uh, six, yeah, six. Yeah,
0: I'm sure that's true. I, yeah, I, the birthdays. Yeah. Yes. Well, they're, they're uh, precious folk, and uh, we're glad that you're here today, Peter. One reason why we do have Peter here today is the fact that he spoke on Sunday. And if you miss, missed that, we uh, you can definitely catch up on that by going to, to uh, the Facebook uh, page that we have at Crossroads and uh, last week's service, and within that service you can uh, take a listen to Peter's message if you'd like. But Peter's been called to the ministry, and... Um, he has been now for a few years, and and uh, been working on that, and just waiting on the Lord, and continuing to see exactly what that means, and and uh, how it's all been put together. But we have a responsibility as a church to continue to uh, hear that, and then also then to help disciple that call, to uh, help. You know, kind of pull out the weeds at certain times and help cultivate at times and seed where it needs to be seeded a little bit heavier or whatever the case may be. And so, it's so kind of what Eddie and I have been doing, along along with Winebrenner Seminary, mm-hmm. uh, has been doing as well as you've been studying. Um, but uh, we are grateful that you've um, had a chance to do that, and uh, we'll give it. We'll give a little extra. Word here, this. So if people were there on Sunday, but they don't listen to podcast, they won't have the bonus material. Yeah. So here it is. This is the bonus, the here bonus it, round. Here it is. Not only will they, you know, kind of get a little bit more in depth <clears throat> of the conversation, but they're going to find out. Well, I didn't know Peter was going to preach, and actually, quite honestly, the Sunday prior to Peter preaching, he didn't know it, and we didn't really know that he was going <laughs> to preach either. <laughs> I uh, came home from my uncle's funeral and uh, got sick, and uh, we didn't know whether I was going to even be able to lead worship, let alone preach. I was on schedule to preach last Sunday, and uh, in working through that whole process, and and as Eddie and I spoke together, we said, well, do you think we better find somebody else? And I said, yeah, I think we better, because by that time, I was not feeling the best. And so we started putting uh, thoughts together and, and feelers and, and uh, brought it to Peter's attention. Now, he was and is still scheduled to uh, preach in February. So it's not just like willy-nilly, hey, we're going to pick him out of the air. <laughs> yeah. We've been speaking to him, um, and he's been uh, talking to him about that. But that's the bonus material. The Lord gave the okay and uh, confirmed, and I felt better by Sunday, uh, but I am grateful that you took the baton, and I appreciate that, brother. And you That's did a good why. job. Yep, yeah. Absolutely. So we're going to go ahead and get into that conversation about Sunday and, and dig a little deeper. And uh, But before we do, I'd like to have a word of prayer uh, over the podcast and its fullness and just ask the Holy Spirit to guide and direct us. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, I just want to say thank you for loving us the way that you do. It's such a full and beautiful love, uh, extended with uh, your grace and your mercy, and um, we are so grateful that you um, have uh, loved the likes of us. I guess that's a great way to put it, and uh, Lord, I just want to ask that you would be present here during the rest of this podcast. We want to invite you into this place. Holy Spirit, have your way. Uh, Help our words be your words, and may our conversation be sweet. Uh, of of the things of you and so we just pray these things in jesus name amen amen well um peter i'm gonna open the conversation just by asking you simply what was the title of your message on sunday uh the title was not just ordinary all right and uh as you kind of got into that and and you used the scripture references what was that scripture scripture reference and why did you choose that title
2: um well, we it started by thinking about, you know, whenever we try to do something maybe outside of our comfort zone, a lot of times we hear the voice that says, oh, you, you're you just ordinary or you're just a normal person. Or, you know, you, these voices kind of hold us back a lot of times. And so I was kind of processing that and thinking about how as we connect with the Lord in the kingdom, we're, we're called to be so much more like he, his work in our life takes us beyond our comfort zone and in, in many ways and and so i started thinking about like a verse out of matthew when he, when he says you are the salt of the earth or you're the light of the world these kind of ideas is that there's something different about us there's something different about what we carry and and what we bring to the world is and it's good it's a good difference that the world actually needs you know they need that flavor they need the light so that was kind of where i started at
0: yeah that's good um, Eddie, you, you had a chance to listen in a little bit uh, this last Sunday when you were gone, and you had a chance to um, hear some of that. As you uh, heard Peter begin to talk about us being um, extraordinary <laughs> as Christians, uh, we are all extraordinary. We I think the word ordinary is very interesting at times mm-hmm. when, when we think about that because we all have these gifts and abilities. But... The gifts and abilities that are pulled out as as the Holy Spirit is able to use His kingdom, boy, that is an extraordinary thing. As you heard Peter begin to uh, bring the word and and speak about these things, um, what were on what was on your mind?
1: I was just good. I was glad that he was preaching for the fact, because <laughs> I was away with my wife. That. I, th- I think it's a, what r- really spoke to me, I guess, is that really they're all followers of Christ are not, none of them are ordinary because we're like, we talk about that and mm-hmm. they're gifted. The Holy Spirit comes in mm-hmm. and what we do for Christ in our giftedness, it's a, it's a supernatural Mm-hmm. He uses our voice and our mind and whatever to put these messages together, and and we deliver them. But we're not; they're not really our words in a sense, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of you. I I think it's it was encouraging. It's encouraging to believers mm-hmm. to know that you, they're just not run of the mill or ordinary because mm-hmm. God has chosen them.
0: So how do, uh, Peter, how do we, and that's good and appreciate that, Eddie, how do we, you reference this on Sunday, mm-hmm. but I'll just kind of intro it in or, or or highlight it so that you can make reference to yeah. it more. But how is it that we come across the understanding that we're m- more than just ordinary, that we're not just ho-hum? What we're, What yeah. are the things that help us get to well, the point in understanding that? The, the basis of
2: this is the idea that some, there's something different about us, that God comes into our life and. You know, we wouldn't we wouldn't want to be a Christian if there wasn't something different about it. Like, it's a, It's a very foundational idea, and and so how do we like? What is the difference, and how do we how do we have that in our life? Like, what makes the difference? And so we got into talking about John, the verse about I'm the vine, you are the branches, mm-hmm. where Jesus describes what it looks like to connect to Him, and um, we especially keyed in on the part where it talks about um, this is to my Father's glory, this is verse 8, that you would bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. So there's something about being his disciple that we have fruit in our life. Like, fruit comes, like that change, that difference comes as we follow and as we are a disciple. So there's, you know, there's of course the initial, like we become a follower and and we're in the kingdom, but then over our life, like the fruit comes. Some of it's slowly. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I guess i was just wanting to open our our imagination to what what could it look like. I think a lot of times we talk to ourselves, and we don't think very much of our potential. You know, we we we, we might talk to someone else and call out, "Yeah, you can do it," and we might see amazing potential in them or in our kids. But when it comes to ourselves, we're often like, "Well, I'm just like this. This is just who I am," and you, we kind of put a ceiling on how far we can go, or or we it may even be on how peaceful we can be, or how, you know, whatever it is, how loving we can be. We set limits. We set limits that that I think that part of the gospel is breaking those limits. Like, you can have more peace than anyone in your family maybe has had before you. Like, that is mm-hmm. what God does in us, and it, it grows. It takes discipline because we're disciples, but, you know, that's kind of, I just wanted to... I like to like that idea of just break our imagination open to think about, well, maybe this area of my life where I'm struggling, maybe God wants to do more than I ever thought possible. And that's certainly been true in my life. I mean, he, he just continues to blow me away with how amazing he is and the, the things that come that I don't have to try to make it happen. And we kind of got into that of how you don't have to try to be more peaceful necessarily. Mostly you are trying to stay connected to him and then the peace comes. And uh, so, anyway, that's some of the thoughts
0: I had. That's good. So, how does Satan um, put put a wedge, or, or how does he break that? He uh, wants to try to break that up. How does mm-hmm. he derail some of that, or or block uh, some mm-hmm. of those thoughts in which the Holy Spirit is trying to bring that fruit out? Or mm-hmm. um, how how is it? Give me some examples, Peter and Eddie. Uh, about how you would see um, Satan getting in there and attacking in such a way to derail some of this?
2: Well, I think, like we said earlier, some of it starts with his, his accusations. You know, they call him the accuser. So with this voice that comes that says you'll never do that, you know, that's not the Holy Spirit. That's, you know... You you want to weigh that in your in your own spirit, but usually that voice, the voice that's accusing, the voice that brings shame, that voice that's uh, reminding you of your sin, those kind of things. Like the Holy Spirit will convict us of sin, but it, you know, as you grow in the Lord, you know, the, there's a different voice where it's, a, a diff, it has a different ring to it. And and so when you're when you're early in the faith, it's good to have people in your life to run it by. Say, I'm I'm getting these thoughts. What do you think? But so I think that he's these uh, the negative self-talk is sometimes a way he keeps us, you know, down. He, he'll remind us of our family we came from, or he'll remind us of the things we've done in our past, and he'll say, "Well, that's just who you are." And so we have to remind ourselves what does Scripture say we are. When God looks at us, you know, once we've been forgiven, He doesn't see the sin anymore. He looks at us and He sees His amazing child, you know. And it's almost too good to be true in our eyes. Like we're right. like, how could yeah. you, God? How could you forgive me that much? But, and that's just, you know, that's that's why it's so amazing. You know, right. that's the the gospel. Um, I don't I know. Really do you have to... any ideas? on No, I, that's that, uh, that's pretty
1: much that was the the vein that. The,
2: at the crux of it, I think he gets us to believe lies. You know, they talk about hell. He's this deceiver, and so a lot of times when we're doing some kind of prayer ministry or something, we're asking. You know, where is there places where we've believed a lie along the way, and God wants to bring a new truth or a new experience? To, you know, a lot of times it just takes a little thing like that to to bring a lot of freedom or to really bring a lot of change. It's not doesn't always have to be a huge experience. Sometimes it's just a very small thing that makes a huge difference.
0: Right. Well, you know, and and when we look at that. Uh, that very specific ways of deceiving and and the accusing um, works on those areas in which we hear them not only from our internal, but we sometimes hear them from the external, others. Mm -hmm. We start to believe that we are what others tell us. You've mentioned a little bit about that. What we say uh, to about ourselves, insecurities in which we are trying to uh, work through You know, like you said, our past is is very uh, damning at times. We, you know, at least we we feel that it is, and and uh, sometimes we can't get past our past. But uh, that is the rebirth and the understanding of, of Christ in our lives. That salvation, that beautiful, as you've as you've spoke here today, that thing that reveals Christ now doing a great work. The Holy Spirit doing a great work in us being reborn. Mm-hmm. Um, in that process. Many, many people, no matter the past, whether you're as you've spent ten years in prison, to the fact that nobody nobody thinks that there's anything in your past and yet you are the only one. I mean mm-hmm. and you've you're dealing with the own things that you have, you know, our closets, our skeletons in our closet, you know, that mm-hmm. aspect. Satan is tricky. And it, and by the way, if, if he tries it one way and he gets defeated, he's surely going to try it a different way. But we have, the, we have the great protection and the chain breaker that's on hand. He's, he's uh, at work. So uh, you highlighted staying connected to the vine mm-hmm. on Sunday and that times of rest times of peace, especially right now. We need to be reminded of those times and we need to just speak a little bit about that as you spoke about that yeah. on Sunday.
2: Well, I think that's the key to combating the lies is, is to stay connected to the truth who is the Lord. And so, and, and then we talked about how do we do that? And so we talked about how, um, at least in my mind, like God throughout the scriptures shows himself to be very relational. He's always like in our life, and he's—he's he's not a god that's on a throne far away. I mean, he's on a throne, but he's—he's—he wants to be in and among us. You know, Jesus came as a baby and walked and ate with us, and all these things. So, um, learning to to connect with him, and, and everyone connects differently, and so it's tricky to kind of explain it because, you know, how I connect with the Lord is different than other people and. Some people love loud music and worship and ruckus music, and where I w- I might go more quiet, and <laughs> you know. But uh, the 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 idea is, how do we? Um, it's almost like if you have an experience of being shamed, you need a new experience of of love, and so mm-hmm. it, it's in those intimate moments when God can actually speak to us and give us a new experience. And it's also in that when we're studying his word and you like a minute ago, I was talking about how when we're forgiven, he doesn't see our sin anymore. Well, you would, if you didn't, you know, reading the word helps us to remember those things because we're very forgetful, even, you know, there's so much good in there. It's hard to remember it all. That's right. But like, but those kind of things, you know, you kind of grab hold of them when you find them in there and it's, it's kind of like a treasure hunt to find the treasure and he, he, Throughout His Word, He'll say things like that. He'll talk about, you know, our sin is as far as the east is from the west, and it's like it's forgotten even. So it's, it's like I don't even, I don't know how that happens because I haven't forgotten it, and uh, but He I think He just calls us to more. I'm, you know,
0: He does trying he, to summarize. Yeah, just that that reminder, that that understanding of just the greatness of the gift that He has done for each of us. I, I, um, and those that have accepted Him. You know, I think mm-hmm. uh, I want to clarify that, folks. That that um, you know, you just <laughs> I poof, uh, I'm a Christian. Um, it's kind of like we 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 made reference to this uh, yesterday morning. You made reference to it, rather, Pastor, as as uh, you mentioned and quoted a Keith Green, uh, Keith Greenism, or whatever you want to might mm-hmm. want to call it. But you said this what to, to the mayor yesterday as we were meeting. Uh, well. He,
1: Talking about the church as right. a whole, but I said going to church don't make you a Christian any more than going to McDonald's makes you a hamburger.
0: <laughs> That's what Keith Green said. And, and the fact a, and the reason why I'm relating that to, to what we're talking about is mm-hmm. is that Christ did a great thing for us, but we need to accept that. Mm-hmm. I think we need to believe it and then confess and to mm-hmm. move into that. Christian. People that go to church that haven't accepted Christ. That's right. There are people. And well, that it's,
1: and but they think because yeah. they're in church they're okay. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, and let's be clear, we want them there. That's exactly right. Exactly. But, and but there's a there's a transformation that, that what we're talking about is when we have submitted our life to him. This is right. There's a I I think I've been thinking about it like a reorientation. Like is everything in my life oriented toward him? And over time, the areas that aren't is they get there, you know, but it's out of that orientation and talking about it like the vine, it's like we have to that connection with him is 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 where all the those nutrients flow that bring the fruit Mm -hmm. and so but there's this part where we begin that journey with him where we come and and we 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 realize that we need him you know and and it's it's just an amazing thing i've been a christian for a long time it's like since i was a kid so it's hard to remember before i was a christian because i've always been in church but even as a christian there's like there's been a, a struggle to to really grab hold of some of this and and and, be, and see the fruit in our life. For, and, and you it's
1: know, a, it's our responsibility as a church to present the gospel. Yeah, like, I, you hate to say this, but I I think there are some churches that people might go and maybe not hear the gospel. Yeah, and that that's the sad part about it. But, yeah, but 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 that's the the tragedy of that if they don't hear it. hmm If they feel this false sense of security just because they are in. A certain building on any given Sunday morning that mm-hmm. they're going to heaven. Yeah. It, it's. Uh, but I know what you're saying. We want them. Yeah. We want them. Yeah. In church, absolutely. But we hope that they're in a church where the truth is being spoken. Mm-hmm. There's. So, it's
0: It's in an aspect of of uh, growth and pattern mm-hmm. and understanding and that those, if you will, uh, layers possibly of levels I should say maybe uh, of of maybe the 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 unchurched person that has come in and said, well, what's this all about, or maybe has been invited, and starts to gain wisdom or understanding, rather, of what this is all about, and 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 uh, the, the person of Jesus Christ, and what he'd done for us as God's son being sent, and dying on the cross, and then being raised again, what do I do with this person? What, what do I do with this gift? What do I do with this knowledge then? And then there's that next, that, that matter of decision. And as, as we're all referencing this, the very fact is that as we do this, and then those that have, have uh, accepted, believed, confessed their sins to Jesus um, and asked for, for that forgiveness, and God has forgiven their sins, that, that Christian being a Christ follower—that's what Christian means—and that that person that is after the heart of Christ, that that way of love mm-hmm. and understanding, and then therefore being able to that connection of divine spiritual gifts coming out from that, then from the Holy Spirit, uh, giving those spiritual gifts as we grow in our knowledge and in our love and our. Surrendering and obedience. Submitting mm-hmm. submittance, submittance uh, unto the unto the Lord. Um, and so but isn't it true also though, that it just doesn't automatically come?
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean there's also those that get on fire and zealous for the Lord and then yeah. It peters out a little. I don't mean sorry to use that word, but anyway, that, uh, not the, your word, but, but, or your name as that word, but to bring it down kind of just, it comes into kind of, kind of complacency, dims, uh, kind of the, it's like, well, okay, now I'm a Christian. This feels pretty good. And the, maybe at times the ap- 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 apathy of that Christian walk. Uh, becomes this, uh, and yeah. now we don't see the fire. Now we don't see uh, the gifts being utilized, and yeah. uh, the fruit starts to wither. And
2: yeah, the Bible talks about that, like the weeds, and they come up around the seed, and yeah. they choke out the plant. Yeah, and those are the cares of the world, and all of this. So, you, if you just kind of coast, that's what happens. And it, and it's and at least what I've discovered is when you when you when you can learn the how how to abide in a relational like when you discover how good it is to have intimacy with god it's not it's not drudgery to do it anymore i'm trying to like there's a it's hard to explain but it's not like you you have a this to-do list and you're always trying to do more for god it's very relational that's why it looks like rest it looks like you're not doing anything but that that hanging out with god i mean it's hard to explain but but like it's uh it's really
0: it's drawing into his peace
2: yeah and and it's
0: uh staying connected to that vine, that yeah strength. yeah
2: but it's that's kind of what clears out those weeds and, and gives you clarity um what i was thinking this week about it is is how when you've tasted a, a even a smallest taste of heaven you kind of lose your appetite for the world Mm-hmm. And so the more you taste, you know, Jesus, the Bible says, taste and see the Lord is good. Like there's, when you've tasted of that, the world doesn't taste as good. The things that you used to enjoy doing, you probably don't enjoy doing that anymore. The things used to get you in trouble and all Mm -hmm. that because you've tasted of the better. And so, um, it becomes a joy to follow him. Mm -hmm. It's a joy to hang out with him. And, and, uh, I know sometimes it's, it's hard life happens. And so that's why we need each other Mm -hmm. to stay connected, um, but it's it in my mind it's it's like it's so much more than going to heaven like that, that's you you've got the key you, that's so good to start but god gives us the, the he equips us to do to bring heaven in this world mm-hmm. you know in our little our little area that we are we can bring heaven which looks like peace and love and you know the fruits of the spirit that we talk
0: about so know. these are these are the things that that take just kind of the ordinary aspect of life mm-hmm. and presents it as extraordinary in the life of being a Christ follower.
2: Yeah. Is
0: there anything else you wanted to kind of share about what you shared on Sunday that kind of want yeah. to make an emphasis on maybe or anything?
2: Well, I just I just keep thinking of this this fruit we're talking about. Like, I think of when the world's all arguing, it, it is extraordinary for us to have a word of peace when the world's all picking out enemies to blame and we come in with love, that's extraordinary. And so, but that's actually what we're called, that's who we're called to be. That's our, as we are new creatures in Christ, like that is, that's kind of the, our new natural, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. And so for us to continue doing things the world's way is actually more unnatural. The closer you get to Lord and the more you um, discover who you are in him. So, but yeah, we, we talked about the great exchange that happens You know when you come to him and this is all part of it it's part of it that that he he takes our sin he gives us righteousness and there's this this exchange that's it's not really fair it's all in our favor you know he takes our mourning and he gives us joy and all those things that that it's it just blows our mind because it's so good and uh... but that's just that's what motivates us that's what makes us want to share and when you see other people suffering or or you know, having hardships, and you're like, man, God has answers for this. God has solutions for this. And, you know, you just want them to connect with him as well. So.
0: And the fruit, um, and, and this is the last thing I'll, I'll bring forth here, the fruit that is produced is not just so that we can have it, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. That, that fruit that is produced from our life is not so that we can be abundant. And, that blesses and, others. That's it. Yeah. So we are to give it away or to... That's why the fruit is produced in the first place. Yeah. To give away that kindness, that peace, that joy, uh, long suffering. Mm-hmm. These things are for us as much as it is for mm-hmm. those that are around us. And in fact, I would say that the way that we see representation through Jesus is that he gave that away. It was of him, but he gave it away mm-hmm. to those around him. And mm-hmm. they, they saw that extraordinary. Of our Master, mm-hmm. and how He represented Himself and the Father, mm-hmm. as He uh, brought wisdom and joy and love and mm-hmm. kindness and and uh, performed miracles and uh, all of that. Pastor, is there anything else that about um, about that particular topic that you wanted to bring forth? No,
1: I guess not. Yeah.
0: That's
2: Peter. great. I think that verse in Acts that I used, where he talks about they saw Peter and John and they were amazed because they were unschooled, ordinary men, is exactly what you're just saying. It's like people see this fruit and they know it's not us. Like he's not that good. Yeah. There must be something else there, and so hopefully they're attracted to that and they're like, "How did you like? Where's this coming from?" And then we can, we can share. We get them connected to the vine too. Yes.
0: And that's Acts uh, chapter 4, verse 13. Mm-hmm. I've got it in my notes. Yep. See, I took notes. Good job. Okay. It's <laughs> good. So why don't we make a transition here? And thanks, Peter. Uh, yeah. And we want you a part of this conversation. Most of, most of this next part is, as you well know, as you've listened to some podcasts, uh, Eddie's going to speak a little bit about, talk a little bit about just kind of the synopsis, uh, the overview of uh, what's to come in this coming uh, Sunday, and so, Pastor, what's your title for this message that's coming up? What's your thoughts on money? It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's uh,
1: sometimes people get a little, a little, itchy when you start talking about money, <laughs> squirming around and stuff. <laughs> oh no, what's he gonna do now? Exactly. Get right. the offering plate out. <laughs> but that's that's the thing. You know, like I said about about preaching through a book. Mm-hmm. You you you. You come upon subjects that, if you was just picking, you probably, maybe not, would discuss that. So uh, this has been a, a challenge for me in Ecclesiastes, but we're in Ecclesiastes 5, 8 through 20. And I'm starting now talking about, if you remember in the Old Testament, the Queen of Sheba, she came to see Solomon because she really didn't believe she'd heard these rumors so mm-hmm. to speak so she shows up in Israel and I, I, I her response is is interesting to me in this this is in 1 Kings 10:23 and 24 and this is her speaking it was a true report which i heard in my own land about your words and your wisdom nevertheless i did not believe i did not believe the reports until i came with my eyes and had seen it and behold the half was not told me you exceed in wisdom and prosperity the report which i heard to this testimony, the Bible adds, King Solomon became greater than all the kings of the earth in riches and in wisdom. And all the earth was seeking the presence of Solomon to hear his wisdom, which God had put in his heart. I, I think it's an amazing thing when, when we talk about uh, Solomon, it, it's a lot more meaningful for us to learn from somebody that at one time had, was the richest man in the world. We can talk to a lot of people like us that's never been rich and we weren't born with silver spoons in our mouths. so we've got a different perspective than that. When well, he's looking from the top down and he's, and he's saying, he's talking to us about money and, and, and some of the issues with it, here in this passage there's three principles to learn. Number one, the rich tend to take charge and their power intimidates and offends the poor. And that's his, from his perspective as he looks down. And I know, I know sometimes uh, we, uh, on rare occasion maybe, but there are sometimes we might envy people for the fact that they, <laughs> they can go what, where they want and do what they want, and there's no limits to that. Uh, but anyhow, and that was, um, he said in verse 8, If you see oppression of the poor and denial of justice and righteousness in the province, do not be shocked at the sight, for one official watches over or protects another official, and there are higher officials over them. He's talking about corruption in government, in a sense, in that. That, So that was the first principle. They use it for uh, power. Greed and materialism have no built-in safeguards or satisfying limits. Here, this is a guy that had it all, and he's telling us... Mm -hmm. If you win the lottery tomorrow, you win forty million dollars. There's nothing you can buy with that money that'll satisfy you. Mm -hmm. Our satisfaction's in Christ. It's just it's 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 amazing that in all of that, what Solomon learned, and hopefully, he's in heaven. You know, the wisest man that ever lived, other yeah. than Jesus, but he 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 goes through a roundabout way to get back to God. Actually, that third principle with increased money and possessions comes an accelerated number of people and worries. You've heard stories about people winning the lottery, and here's all these people come out in the woodwork, wanting <laughs> some of that money. Mm-hmm. And I think about Steve Martin and the jerk. That's what <laughs> happened. He got rich in that, and I mean, people were just coming, coming and coming, coming to him. You know. <laughs> Well, and, and I'm not going you know, to give, but that, that is true. There's, there's a burden with that. And in two evils to remember, first, those who have clutched can quickly crash. He said, there's a grievous evil which I've seen under the sun, riches being hoarded by their owner to his hurt. When those riches were lost through a bad investment and he had their son, then there was nothing to support him as he had come naked from his mother's womb, so he return as he came. He will take nothing from the fruit of his labor that can carry in his hand. That's verses 13 through 15, actually. The second evil is this, those who live high often die hard. And in, in closing, three good gifts to claim. These are the, the gifts that, that, that we need to claim in our lives. And gift one is this, claim the gift of enjoyment in your life. Verse 18 says, good and fitting to eat, to drink and enjoy oneself and all one's labor in which he toils under the sun during the few years of his life, which God has given him for this is his reward. We need to enjoy what God has given us now. We can't, we, we can't wait and try to enjoy it later, especially if we're trying to amass mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of, of money and, and different things like that. Mm-hmm. The second gift is this, claim the gift of fulfillment in your work. I think as believers, again, I, I think we, we reflect Christ in how good of workers we are or we are not. Right. That reflects him. So we should, we should do that in our work. And then the third gift is this, claim the gift of contentment in your heart. And my goodness, satisfaction is a gift of God. And it goes back to what Peter said uh, in that message that we need to stay hooked to that vine we've got a problem sometimes the old nature wants to get out a machete or a switchblade and hack that vine off (laughs) he and it's true we've you know we've talked about that before we still have that old nature but Paul said crucify and don't let it bother you see see that see that old nature crucified don't let it influence your life anymore and as you said as you get closer to Christ uh, it's my premise that the, the voice of the, of the old nature gets less and less. Mm-hmm. We can't completely kill it because it's part of us in this world. But, but we can mute it almost. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I think we can almost yeah. do that. So that's, that, that's where I'm going with that. And like I said, this has been interesting. The, the, the big idea is this. Uh, we should love God more than our money. Yeah, absolutely. But man, I love money. <laughs> it's mine. Uh-huh. I've made it. You know, it's good. Uh-huh. It's good. You know, there's been days in, in my life and times when uh, I didn't have any money right. in my pocket, mm-hmm. so to speak. And, uh, it, it, but I give God the glory for that, that He's taken care of me. Well, I think. I, I, I mean, I am, you know, we talked about this uh, in staff meeting being content. Are you content? Mm-hmm. I try with all that's in me to be content. But you have to find that contentment in Christ. It can't come from the world. I'm I'm of the understanding these days, if if people that sit and watch a certain network news all day long, regardless of which one it is from the left to right, it would drive you crazy. Because there's all kinds of half-truths. Assumptions, mm-hmm. personal opinion, and on and on mm-hmm. on that. Uh, the scripture is 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 the only truth. And that's mm-hmm. what we we should be immersed in. Not that we are like ostriches and we hide our head in the sand from the world, but mm-hmm. going back to what you said, we need to offer the world truth.
2: Yeah. We need God's perspective. Exactly
1: right, not to, ours. Yeah. So that's good. So that's all I got, Steve.
0: Yeah. Well I think I'll just make a reference to the fact of that money aspect, and it's it can be represented in many different types of things. We'll point at money at this point in time, but you know, does it master you? You know, or are you a master of of, you, it. of yeah. it? You know, you're, are you mastering it? I should say, in that mm-hmm. in the very sense that are is it under the authority of God and your relationship mm-hmm. with the Father?
1: You hold it loosely, and God has blessed us at crossroads because mm-hmm. we've been generous. I'll go to my grave believing that but yeah. I do believe that to be true. Mm-hmm.
0: Peter, did you want to share anything of thoughts as uh, kind of he
2: No, I, as you just said, I think when you hold on to it tightly, that you don't enjoy it anymore. And so there's oh, something very... about holding it loosely when you can you can, now you can enjoy it when you know it can come or go and it you're okay whether it comes or goes.
1: Well, in, and that's the key. In my 71 years I've seen money mess people up. Yeah. I've seen it I've seen it split families. Mm-hmm. People that loved each other dearly, come the time to read the will, if they didn't get what they thought it wasn't mm-hmm. even, they they don't talk the rest of their lives. See, that's absurd <laughs> to me. Yeah. I've, I've seen that happen. Yeah. I've seen a guy about went crazy because his dad had left him a large sum of money and he was going to have to pay an inheritance tax. It just about drove him out of his mind. Mm. And it was money that he didn't have before anyhow. <laughs> right. It's just yeah. I, I guess it's, it's hard to pay taxes. Okay. I, I get that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. My. Probably be wise <laughs> to those lawyers to 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 uh, be able to present just what you're going to get rather than the the mass amount. Yeah. Maybe maybe the yeah. after tax amount. It would be yeah. best to yeah. present to people that way but but it's the truth. Because honestly when you start to think about the things that oh now that opens up a new door mm-hmm. or that opens up some excitement in my life or whatever, and we get too far thinking, rather than realizing okay you know what mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring this I want to keep it normal as normal as we can, and mm-hmm. then allow the Lord to show us yeah. where what we need to do with that money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the that's the thing that that is that's the wisdom. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. That would be wisdom. And I would say that that as we yeah. see in Proverbs and different places where Solomon has and David has presented some of those that wisdom, those words of wisdom, we would see that he would direct us as such. Mm-hmm. Fall unto the Lord under under his authority along all lines, asking mm-hmm. him, falling before his his magnificence, and saying, mm-hmm. Lord, as I stay connected to you. I know you'll lead and guide. I know that if I abide in you, going back to what you spoke on, mm-hmm. uh, Peter, as I abide in you, you will show those different areas within money, mm-hmm. within uh, a job, you know, the, the the authority maybe that we're given. Uh, and then the line, you know, the, the thoughts go on and on about mm-hmm. the different areas in which are given to us. So that's good. It's really good. Well, pastor you would like to pray over us as we wrap this up lord we love you and we thank you for
1: loving us and, uh, we can bask in that love and uh, we're thankful for that we thank you for uh, peter and the message that you've placed on his heart and uh, that you've called him uh, uh, to such a calling and i just pray for him and Steph and those kids lord they keep going down that path and him and steve both as they uh, take seminary classes, which I know are difficult. I just pray that you give them wisdom in that and uh, just pray, Lord, that it might be a t- true learning experience that they will be learning things until uh, they'll carry the rest of their life, Lord, uh, to serve you, and that's a good thing. So, And, Lord, we do, uh, I thank you for the generous folks that, that come here and those that give and, t- of course, it's time, talent, and treasures, it's all that, but uh, nonetheless, uh, and I appreciate you, Lord, pushing us into that uh, generosity area as a church uh, we've helped a lot of people which in turn it's you've helped them not us we were just instruments in that so so lord we give you praise and glory look forward to sunday uh, getting back together as your body and just pray to bless these folks that listen on this podcast
0: we ask these things in the name of
1: christ amen
0: amen, amen. well um thanks for joining us here today Did we're just you? really glad that you've uh, come and we're a part of this today so We'll probably have you back, especially um, uh, after you speak again. Of we could talk
2: church history sometime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: we could <laughs> yeah, you talk you kid, Church history. I, I so have,
2: we've uh, been deep in the fourth I, century lately. I, I might. do have one
1: question for you, Peter. <laughs> okay. Uh, when you were talking about some of the falsehoods that are being spread on men's group, I didn't know on Wednesday mornings if, uh, yeah, if we he was were... just, just pointing to a certain person or a yeah, whole bunch I... of us. Or uh, We laugh about that because he's a kid. <laughs> we're all old in there, but him, he's a, he's a kid, you know, and... Uh, there are some uh, subjects that uh, we digress uh, frequently. So I just was just asking that question. and said,
2: It's a good group of guys. <laughs> well, I'm not letting safe. you drag me into he's this. He's like a
1: politician. Yeah. He's going around. He's, I, he's a skirting I see issue. what you're doing. You're trying to get me to get in trouble here. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie's been known to be a potster. You know. I, that's for sure. I'm always causing trouble with some of so. this
0: Anyhow, yeah, yeah. well, whether yeah. unless we digress be, before this <laughs> podcast is out any further, we're just going to go ahead and wrap it right up. But, uh, oh, thanks, guys, for being here today. Sure, uh, am grateful for you. Thank you for listening and tuning in here. And we just we do hope that you've gleaned some things from God's word Absolutely. and uh, the relationship that you can have with Him. And uh, we pray that this finds you well. Rest in Him. Yeah. Find your peace in Him. Find. peace. Uh, that He is good in your life not just for one moment but for every moment of your life well with those words God bless and until next week we'll say goodbye